point that way? I don't think so because we're live right now. What? Uh, we're recording right now. We're not quite live. God is a God of new beginnings. So take a breath, let go of yesterday, embrace this day, lift up your heart. We're going to find God um, in his presence in each moment. And I get to do that today with my friend, Jimmy Mayotto, um, here in Colorado. Jimmy, so good to be with you. Um, Great to be with you too, John. Yeah, every time. You. Jimmy is a part of the Fellowship of the Withered Hand. We talked about your brother Eddie and your family just continues to go through deep waters. And um, so, really good to be with him. I got to spend a day with him and his unbelievable leadership team uh, at Compassion. And so, he's already been through an unbelievable day, week, and has uh, generously said he will spent 10 minutes having this conversation. So we're walking through Genesis, and I want to talk about hospitality for a moment. And Jimmy, you were telling me a story I'm going to have you share with everybody. Um, in the ancient world, and in our day, in a lot of the worlds where compassion is involved, compassion is a ministry to deliver children out of poverty, um, hospitality has always been a central virtue. If you're a New Testament person, you may know it's actually talked about as a spiritual gift. And in the West, in the modern world, because we have hotels and everything, we don't tend to think about it much. But generally, uh, often the survival of people when they're traveling depends on it. And there's something about opening up your life, your home, your heart, your finances to someone else, exercising hospitality, um, is central to human flourishing and a reflection of Genesis. I won't go mm -hmm. deeply into this, but one New Testament theologian defines hospitality as making space for people you don't have to make space for. Wow. And that's what God is doing in Genesis. Wow. When he's creating all this stuff, it's so that there will be a, a space for people. And when we see someone making space for somebody, it moves us. And if you think about how do you practice hospitality, you can do it anytime your phone rings or anytime you're answering an email. You make space in your mind and your heart for somebody. But compassion is a great way of doing that. And you were telling me about a little guy uh, in your own life where that happened. And I thought this would be a wonderful story for everybody to hear. Well, when you when you just described that definition of hospitality, it hit me so deeply because in, in many ways, that's what we're wanting to do with compassion all around the world. Yeah. There's uh, 400 million children living on less than 320 a day, and we're trying to create space for all of them in less than three dollars and twenty cents. Less a day. than three dollars and twenty cents a day. Wow. And uh, Compassion's ministry is all about equipping local faith communities, local churches, to open up their doors mm -hmm. and really love and serve the most vulnerable within their reach, and that tends to be children living in poverty. Mm -hmm. So our ministry serves these children living on less than $3 and 20 cents a day. And I was in a, uh, one of these churches not too long ago, uh, some years ago, actually. And, uh, it was in, in Nicaragua where I lived as a third grader. And this church was actually in the neighborhood where I lived wow. back when I was in third grade. There was not a church there at the time. There, there is one there now. It was planted about a dozen years ago, started with 67 people. And fast forward 12 years, they're running almost 500 people. Mm. And this church is serving 30% of the entire community within walking distance of that church. But on this day, when we were visiting that church, we were having a huge celebration. It was an amazing thing uh, because this church now serves 350 children and their families mm. who are part of Compassion's uh, program. And so there was 
playing and games and balloons and music and dancing and worship. And it was just a happening thing <laughs> happening in that neighborhood. And so we're all inside the compound there uh, celebrating and having fun. And then I noticed, and there was a seven foot cinder concrete block wall around the compound. And I noticed this little kid's head pop up on the other side of the wall. Now I couldn't see anything else other than his head over this concrete wall. And I'm wondering how did that little guy get up there? But so I noticed him and then I started paying attention again to what was going on inside the compound. And before, you know, 10 minutes and 15 minutes, the guy's still there. And I could just, and then I started looking at him more intently and he had the most longing eyes of, I want to be, I want to be playing on the other side of this wall. I want to be on the inside. So I couldn't take it anymore. I told one of the staff members there and I said, you see that little guy? Go invite him in. I can't take this anymore. He's got to be on the inside. <laughs> so she starts to go after him and he thinks that I'm calling him out. He's in trouble. So he disappears. And I'm like, what happened to him? Again, it's a seven foot wall. And this is a little, little kid. About 15 minutes later, the staff member comes in with the child. His name is Carlos Antonio Hernandez, his sister and his mom. Mm. And then they celebrated with us for the next hour or so. Mm. And then I was told what happened when he disappeared, when he you couldn't see him uh, on the top of the wall. So he ran home. The staff member chased him all the way home and said, hey, he's not in trouble. We just wanted to invite mm. him in mm. to the party. And now that his sister's here, have his sister come along oh, too. And, 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 and you as well. And then the mom very sheepishly said, you know, um, he wanted to be in the program, but they ran out of spots. Mm. They only had, you know, that 350. And, and so they were all filled up. There was no room for him. Mm. So, you know, he didn't make it. Um, and she said, doesn't matter. Just come. So they come, we have this party, and they tell me the story afterwards. And I thought, my goodness, um, we got to find a way to get that little guy in. Mm. And I, I actually thought there's got to be some benefit <laughs> to being the president. And uh, maybe I can bend the rules a little bit. And so that's what we did. Wow. And he became our sponsored child. Wow. And to this day, um, you know, these many years later, he is still our sponsored child, Carlos Antonio Hernandez. I have mm. this picture of him that has him peering over the wall oh, wow. that have a four foot by six foot picture right outside my office that base. I don't know if you can see it, but, you know, that's... We'll, we'll try to put it on some other way technologically if that didn't work. But that picture, just that little just the half of a face from the nose up. In his eyes. Mm -hmm. And I just... He, I have him. I have this picture outside our office to just represent the hundreds of millions of children that are not in in the banquet. Yeah. Would love to be a part of the banquet. Jesus is inviting them to be a part of the banquet, but they're not a part of it yet. And and it's it's the church's job. I think it's on us to to go out to the streets, to go out wherever mm -hmm. we can and invite more into the banquet, into the party. Yeah. And it's just such a picture for what we're trying to do inside of Compassion. But not only that, what I want to do in my life, yeah. every yeah. day, yeah. when I'm trying to find that person that's on the other side of the wall, no, and you're whatever doing that, that wall might and be. And you do that, and I'm grateful, and you have done that in uh, my life and uh, Nancy's life, when we most needed someone to say, come in. And uh, 
it's kind of striking to read through Genesis and the creation account and what God was doing in the galaxies. Uh, and then think about uh, when Jesus is talking in John 14 and he says, I go to prepare a place for you. <laughs> That's right. And, you know, he's done that before. Yeah. He knows what he's doing. <laughs> and uh, yeah. uh, uh, my old friend, Rich Mao, uh, Jimmy and I are on the board together at Fuller where Rich used to be president. He talks about a hymn that you will all be too young, but I grew up with this, and I'll bet you know this one too. Um, there is room at the cross for you. Yeah. Yeah. Though millions have come, yeah. there's still room. Hospitality is making space for people you did not need to make space for. And that's what God is doing in Genesis 1. And that's what Jesus is doing on the cross. Still room for what? Just. That one little face looking outside saying, I got to get in. So today, how can you extend to other people that kind of hospitality that God through Jesus has extended to you? How can you invite somebody into your life? Might be somebody at work, might be somebody uh, where you live, somebody in your neighborhood, might be through something like compassion, a child on the other side of the world, just some way where you can pause for a minute and I can say, I can make space in my life with my money, with my time, with my gifts, with my heart, and tell one other person, yep, room for you, room for you. End of teaching, beginning of your day with God. Thanks, Jimmy. Thanks for joining us. My name is Tim. I'm a part of the team here at Become New. If you'd like to receive the emails that go along with each video, you can let us know at becomenew.com slash subscribe. Or if you'd like to receive a text alert whenever we release a new video, you can text the word become to the number 855-888-0444. If you have a prayer request, please let us know. You can text that request to that same number, 855-888-0444. There's a group of us who meet every day to pray over those requests. So we look forward to hearing from you. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next time.